This is CliffCentral.com. The Unview, the Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous on CliffCentral.com. Good morning. It's me, Nathan Rowe. I'm in again for Alan Ford, who is still traveling the country. If you remember last week, he was phoning us from the southernmost tip of Africa. Um, and uh, he was calling in and making my life miserable And um, we had a voice note from him today Because he is in Crook's Corner Which is the northernmost tip of South Africa And there is no signal there Who would have thunk? I don't know uh, who stole the signal, the towers Are there even towers? We'll find out later It is called Crook's, it is, it is called Crook's Corner So, you know, Crook's, Crook's generally steal things so. yeah, Cell phones are hard to come by in yeah. Crook's Corner <laughs> I mean, I've driven around Joburg City and there's a few corners where there are crooks. Yeah, actually. I've, I've been mugged on at least several of them. Yeah. I know you've almost been smashed and grabbed a few times. Yeah, but that's by fans. Yeah. Wow. Must be awesome. We're going to find out who that voice is a little bit later. Let's hear from Alan. Alan, are you, uh, are you there in the wild? So, um, this is the unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous, and it's uh, Alan Ford here. Hi, Nathan. I, it sounds crazy, but I'm literally in the most northern part of South Africa, a place called Crook's Corner and a place called Pafuri Camp. It, uh, it's a part of the Return Africa group. Um, it's incredible to be able to say that a week ago I was at Cape Point, and now I'm in the most northern part of South Africa, uh, Boabab Forests fever tree forests huge crocodiles um, and basically Cook's Corner is where uh, Mozambique South Africa and Zimbabwe meet um, brilliant history, I can't wait to tell you all about it but I'm sorry I can't be in the studio with you but uh, I'm just kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere, in the most the paradise of South Africa uh, have a good one and a great show and to of course all of you listening uh, have a great week ahead cheers Alan Ford there reporting from Crook, Crook's Corner, bare-chested in the wild, surrounded by alligators, using I, only his wits and his body hair. I, I want to call Alan out. That sounded like a fake wild to me. That sounded like he was in a, <laughs> a looped environment. In a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Basically, or in a Scooby-Doo, yeah, All right, so costume. You, you've heard this voice talking to me all morning, and you're like, I thought you were alone, Nathan. <laughs> well, I'm not. You are not alone. Thank you. Sorry, actually, when uh, Alan Ford said that thing about where Mozambique, Botswana, and South Africa meet, I was like, there should be a dross there. There should be a dross there. <laughs> where good friends meet. Yes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So I'm in studio this morning with the wonderful Graham Watkins. Graham Watkins is an old friend of mine. Good morning. A colleague. Yes. Uh, he's everything. And I've tried to relate him to Alan's show um, because he also studied drama at UCT. Yeah. Boom. Welcome, Graham. Welcome. I'm, well, I feel so welcome. Thank you for having me do on you, this wonderful show. Do you really feel welcome? Or I do. You? I do. It's a good morning. It's a, it's a nice morning. I it's would. a little chilly out. It's nippy. Are you are you are you in, like involved in the day yet? I know I only get involved at about half past eleven. You see, I'm forced I'm forced to 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 immediately engage in my mornings because I've got um, a four year old and a two year old, and uh, they get you up anywhere between four thirty and sort of call it half past five. So within that hour, I'm forced to to face every demon. Yeah, I've and I'm not a morning person. I've had lunch with Graham and his children once, and what I liken it to is having a foghorn that just goes off at your table, and then you everyone just continues chatting as if there's not no going on. The Germans are coming, and yeah, but everyone's like, it's, it's fine. Like, are the bombs gonna start falling? Yeah, that's what it kind of feels like having a kid. It's just like this can of noise goes off, yeah, and everyone's just like, yeah. So anyway, then I went to the shops. Yeah, because one, one's like super sensitive and the other one is a bull in a china shop who makes the sensitive one become more sensitive and he whines and then the other one just laughs and carries on. So it's quite a hectic. Brotherly love, hey? Brotherly love. All right. So yeah. I, I promised Alan I'd try to keep this theater focused. So yes. <laughs> let's, let's chat a little bit about you, um, studying theater and yeah. your illustrious theater career that you started telling me about. And I said, no, 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 don't tell me on air. T- tell me. Well, it wasn't really, I was lying. I was trying to uh, make myself uh, appear better than I am. Well, well that's, t- that's t- what t- acting's all about. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you how I got into theater. Okay. It was quite interesting, quite an interesting experience for me. I had an English teacher called um, Mr. Leon or Leon Kruger rather. 
Um, and um, one day I was at school. I think it was in standard six, grade eight now for those of you in the 20th century. Um, and uh, I was put in Saturday detention. Our Saturday detention was for those kids who really were the most disruptive of, of the lot. Coming on a Saturday morning and you had to do work around the school, whether it be weeding the grass or whatever it was. And I was put backstage in the theater production. We called that detention. Yeah, but yeah. I, this was more like yeah, it was yeah. I went to a military school, so it was right. weird. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there was a there was a, a theatre show on at the time, and I t- was forced to work backstage, and I fell in love. I absolutely fell in love with it, and I, I found uh, an outlet for my um, my wacky and quirky behaviour and your exhibitionism. My exhibitionism, yes. Uh, so then, uh, w- involved in a lot of uh, kind of the major productions that happened at school. And then after that, I sort of grew into this passionate theatre love. I used to go to every show and um, from musicals to to the most epic of dramas. Um, I then left school. Um, I took a sort of one and a half to two year sort of break, sabbatical, where I worked uh, to make enough money to be able to go to varsity. I then went to varsity and I enrolled at UCT. And yeah, my, my, my sort of career as... as, as um, as I know it now, I think was 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 definitely um, born there. So, what's the weirdest <laughs> production you've ever been in? Oh, the weirdest production. Sure. Well, there was one where I had to play this kind of like creepy ghost. Um, it was very strange. But I think the weirdest one was I forget the name, but I had to be naked on stage, right? But um, the whole thing was I had soiled myself. And then my helper in the play, in the play. Oh, okay. yeah. So I play this general who, who who sends this army out, but he he doesn't do it properly, and the whole army gets slaughtered. And he he goes, and the line is, "I shat my pants." Wow. So as he says, "I shat my pants," one of his servants come and proceed to clean him, whilst now this actually happened, where I was naked. So. It was a it was a small part in a big role that happened there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but it was yeah. That was probably the weirdest I've ever felt because obviously you have to rehearse that. You know, so and they rehearse it like sort of gradually. You you start removing bits off and then you have like cellophane over your Johnson and yeah. then all of a sudden you just whip it out. And the, the the I think the most awkward thing for me was the fact that I had I had a lot of kind of girls in my class, you know, and, and you have to like look at them again in the same way. But you know, the, the whole theater thing is like, no, it's art. It's not, it's, it's not the same as real yes. life, you know. It was weird. I'm just going to hashtag that. I'm not going to lie. I would have shat my pants if they <laughs> told me I needed to stand naked yeah. in front of people. Yeah. So I stood naked. Um, and, and it was on the round as well. So everybody could like. Oh, wow. So it was 360. It was a 360 view of me. Sure. And that was before 360 was even exactly. a thing on Facebook. So I basically pioneered it. Yeah. Wow. So also in the process of, like you said, it's a process of getting naked. So every, Every day you kind of take off an item of clothing. It's like and it's stress strip poker over yeah. over six months. Over so. six months, yeah. So now what what is what <laughs> you know, you know in, in, in pornography, yeah, you know, they used to have a naked woman with a little star like little stars over her nipples yes, yes. and and her naughty bits. And then uh, so so <laughs> I wanna know at what point for a man is that? I mean, did you kind of get to like a little gold star on the end of your your one-eyed Johnson. Well, what what I what I what I did was, um, <laughs> so the day before I had to do the whole full reveal. I mean, this really stressed me out. You know, I actually gaffer taped <laughs> my my gentleman sausage to my inner thigh. <laughs> so wait, did you did you did you show people a little bit of sideball? <laughs> Basically, yeah. I gave them I gave them I gave them like half the show. You know what I mean? And then, yes. And then the big reveal happened. I think it was two days before opening night. So it was the 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 kind of final dress. Yeah. To be honest, I actually don't know what's worse: like to have a piece of duct tape over your Johnson <laughs> or just be naked. Well, actually, it's removing the duct tape. That's oh, that's wow. worse. Yeah. yeah no, but also, I had a poor guy on Pakamisa Vidala who was my my manservant at the time. Who basically was eye level with, with my bits, you know, and that I wow. think, I think, I think it scarred him as much as it did me. So was he, was he just a short person or was he just on his knees? He was on his knees. Oh, so okay. yeah, so you say, can just see this, this basically your, your pornography, um, metaphor was this, yeah. Right. Okay. Wow. So no stars for him. Hey? No stars. Sure. Well, he got, he got, you know, he got front and center. He got it right in the face. Like had you turned quickly, you may have been struck. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's, that's an interesting story. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, so that's like sort of my, so my, so, and then, um, obviously getting into music after that, um, and not really studying music or, or I had 
previous music experience, but not really. I never thought of it as, as a career. I mean, every kid wants to be a rock star when they're younger, but no one, you know, you never, um, you don't ever go, oh, well, I'm actually going to do it. Yeah. And then I kind of took my theater and my theatricality and kind of superimposed it in my music career. And I think that's why we're quite a theatrical band to watch, man. Right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, that's such an important part. And I think it's a, a huge part that's often missing from bands is, is the performance yeah, aspect. You absolutely. know, they're like, well, I can shred like, you know, no one's moms. Mm. And, uh, but if you can't perform, and shred at the same time. It's kind of pointless. Awesome, man. How's the music industry going? I mean, I remember last time I was in an interview with you on, on Cliff Central with yeah. Gareth, and um, you were talking, you were kind of airing a lot of kind of grievances mm. about the industry. Has has it changed? Has it gotten better? Well, it's in a, it's in a very weird space at the moment. I just think that, um, uh, yeah, you know, radio is still radio, and, and they have these like politics that – Sometimes limit your, your ability to be able to just go, well, listen, this is good. Play it. You know what I mean? But now there's like, there's still this whole system where, oh, no, it has to be this and it has to be that. And sorry, we're, we're a specifically gospel thing or we're that and that and that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, or we're an urban radio station or Afrikaans radio station. And I just think that we need more radio stations in this country that just play music that is good, mm. irrespective of where it comes from. I'm not saying play everything. I'm, and this whole 90% thing, I mean, Cloudy and all his, Glory did one thing right there I think my personal opinion I think it did affect a lot of radio stations and I think that a lot of radio stations suffered uh, from financial um, sort of implications with regards to advertising and stuff like that I know Lotus FM were really we're really um, struggling, but I think it was a good thing. You know, I think maybe sixty percent is not a bad, or fifty percent. You know, yeah. So you're guaranteeing at least fifty percent of um, local your content. yeah of local content a week. You know, mm. that that gets added to to the playlisting thing. So yeah, it's in a good space, but I still think it's it's nowhere near it needs to be. I mean, we've got such great talent here. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah. You, you 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 have the opportunity to perform with people all the time. And I don't think it should be genre specific. I don't think we should we should have a radio station that plays just genre. Yeah, it a, a, just a genre. Right and I think there. I think music's changing in the way that, you know with Apple Music coming on board. People are making playlists that huge are are so different. I mean, every song is different, really. I mean, I know you can choose to listen to similar things, and then you kind of get stuck in a bit of a hole. Yeah, I mean, I, Instagram does that to me. I mean, I like I like uh, Aquaman, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I that's own, exactly that's it. all I get. Your to algorithm look at. it like picks up your algorithm. Yeah, yeah. so so. I, I don't know, I, but I do know of a lot of people that make very diverse playlists, and it's actually it's really cool. And I think radio should be. Well, more I mean, like Apple that, Music has completely changed the way I consume music. I mean, I'm finding out about bands that I would never have never have discovered had I not been on a platform like that. And actually, funnily enough, the other day we were listening to a track, and we were just at a party. <laughs> And one of our tracks came on, 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 on a track and we were just like blown away, you know? Wow. So it's allowing, so we're actually achieving a reach that we, we didn't go out and pursue. You know, we didn't put our music there and go, well, it's so people can't consume it yeah. overseas. I mean, we got a tweet the other day, um, from, from the UK going, Hey man, love your new track. I'm like, well, Hey, what are you talking yeah. about? You know, so that's Brilliant. great, you know? Yeah. So algorithms are interesting. Hey? Yeah, uh, it's, are. it's kind of funny how algorithms are basically, well, that's R- our, running that's, our lives. That's that's how Trump won the the U.S. elections. Algorithms through algorithms. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like something that should be said in an Austrian accent. Algor- yeah. Algorithms. Z- the algorithms. Yeah. Or, or maybe German. Yeah. The algorithms. Yeah. Yeah. Und. I love the way that the algorithms are d- dictating what we are consuming. Yeah, but so I think we should have food food algorithms. If you go to the shop and you buy the tinky, <laughs> then there's an algorithm that says if you liked the hug of sponge and the kiss of the cream. Then maybe you will also like the zoo biscuit. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's but it's dangerous. It's dangerous because because uh, then you eat very unhealthy. Well, exactly. But also then it it kind of narrows your horizon because I mean the internet broadens your horizon. But then you've got an uh, algorithm that sort of dictate dictates what you get to see. Yeah, it's basically so it's a, censorship. It's basically censorship. It's actually wow. it's just a reverse. So basically, it's the man finding his way in again and just buggering us all up the bum. Wow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, Graham Watkins. Thank you, amazing. thank you. I'm actually going to invite Graham Watkins because I'm alone today. Alan Ford is, is, um, wrestling bears in the wild. Um, and, uh, so Graham's actually going to now become co-host, I think, for today. I need, I need, a, I need like a call sign or something like that. Like the, the Vajazzler. The Vajazzler. News just and, in. And maybe you need some, uh, some theme music. Yes. Graham, ladies and gentlemen, Graham Watkins, the Vajazzler.
What do you think? I think it's a bit hard for Vajaz. Isn't Vajazling a, a like a, a sensory thing? Although it's quite cool. It's like a it makes me feel like I'm I'm marching into a war with you. It's like a power powerful bedazzling device. Yeah, so it's basically, a, it's like being able to bedazzle multiple lady gardens at the same time. Wow! All right, <laughs> my friend, let us welcome our other guest who's been sitting here patiently listening to us banter on about theatre, nudity, and the music industry. And a very interesting man, I might add. A very interesting man, and you don't even know. The half of it yet Because you haven't met him Ladies and gentlemen Let me play the theme music He has his own theme music Ladies and gentlemen Please welcome All the way from Uruguay Uruguay You're not really from Uruguay Are you really from Uruguay? Yeah, you made me say that Yes, I did okay. Because I have this awesome song That I want to play Yo me voy a Uruguay Porque me gusta la gente Where's Luis Suarez when you need him? After I um, I got this song, I actually watched a few videos on Uruguay, and it's actually such an amazing place. I mean, you guys have my favorite president, or had my favorite president of all time, eh? the guy that uh, gave half his salary to charity, he rides a bicycle, drives a Volkswagen Beetle, lives in a one-bedroom apartment, and has a dog called Manuela. I mean, he's an I, amazing. I didn't dude. know that. You didn't know that. No. <laughs> you, you need to know your president oh, from man. when I feel so illiterate now. Ladies and gentlemen, Camillo is it Camillo or Camilo? Camilo. Or Camilo Ramada. Welcome to the show. Thank um, you so much. Like I'm sure I don't even know why you're here. You know, I mean, the listeners are probably like, so who's? I, I, yeah. Is he a celebrity? What yeah. are we? What is he? Rich and awesome, right? What's, what's the, yeah, what's it's the show? Thin, rich, thin, and fabulous. Rich and fabulous. Well, I'm not rich, so I'm probably fabulous. I'm just thin. You guys are pretty thin <laughs> in comparison to Thanks, s- man. some people that have been on the show. Thanks, man. Yeah. That makes me feel so uh, thin. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so Camilo, let me turn, turn Uruguay mm. off. I also uh, just can I can I stop crying now because that music is so emotional. Does it remind you of home? Yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe this will help. <laughs> Look at this country. You are gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So old Homer Simpson. Uh, yeah, that's his his view on your yes. country. <laughs> you are gay. Um, okay, so Camilo, now you're involved in so mm. many things. I don't even know where to start with yeah. you. But the the main reason I actually wanted you on the show was because I met you. Uh, sure, about a, a year or two ago. I don't even remember when it was. Yeah. And we went to an art museum together. That's and how, how interesting we are. That yeah. sounds incredible. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's something you do with, with interesting people. High polluted people. Yes. Yeah. So now we walked around Joburg and Camila's like, Oh, have you seen this? There's this wonderful little coffee shop around here. And I'm like, Wait a minute. Aren't you a tourist? Like, how do you know so much about Joburg? Yeah. And then you, you kind of got me into, onto Meetup, which is that app. Mm. And, uh, so I just wanted to ask you, like, basically, like, how how have you built this relationship with South Africa that you know so much more about Johannesburg than, than any do. of us? I mean, I'm pretty sure you can blow Graham's mind. All Graham thinks of when he goes into Joburg is being hijacked. Not being hijacked. Mm. Or trying not, to not, not be hijacked. Trying yeah. not to be hijacked. Well, I've been there twice, and it's happened to me twice. So yeah. you, you can understand. Those, my, those are good odds. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you, can, you can understand my, uh, my, yeah. my, my fears. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, thanks a lot, man. And, um, I, um, I, 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 I think I'm, I'm, I'm just the biggest fan of Joburg, uh, in Joburg. And I, I'm not sure if there's a lot of fans of Joburg outside Joburg. So. Oh, you're like a stalker. So Do I'm, you stalk I, Joburg? I st- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, ca- I came to Joburg in, uh, in, 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 in 2012. I, I came to, to South Africa in 2000, uh, on, just on holiday and I just fell in love with South Africa and I was saying to everybody, Listen, dude, South Africa is the best country in the world. And I was living in Brazil in that time. And in 2012, I came for a holiday again. And uh, I actually thought, uh, because I, I was, of course, in love with uh, Cape Town, uh, the jazz and the wine and the beach. And um, I'm from Cape Town, so yes, I know why you love it. Exactly. And um, and, and thanks for giving me that, uh, that little note, because then I can reply that in 2012, when I went to Cape Town, I thought it was so utterly boring uh, that... Um, <laughs> That I almost went home. I, I cut my my holiday short and uh, ended up uh, having to spend uh, five days in Joburg. And then I thought, okay, that's my city. 
and you were were you robbed five times and you're like this is the excitement I need in my life or did, did what what was it that that made you that, that, that that's so funny because everybody uh emphasizes like the danger or the mm. or the, the 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 violence um but I was living in Brazil so yeah so yeah mm. the the I I I did I I googled the crime rates one time and in the um uh, I, I was living in 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 a capital city but in in a provincial capital city so let's say maybe I was living in a um a PE or or right. or, 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 or or a um East London or in East London and uh, and the crime rates there were higher than than in Joburg so really yeah i suppose it is the yeah. lesser of two evils hey <laughs> Yeah, and, 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 and as soon as I arrived there, everybody said, but dude, you're from Brazil. Brazil is the most awesome country in the world. And this is the most dangerous country in the world. And I thought, well, but this is also the most awesome country in the world. And Brazil is also, uh, so yeah. And so what, so what's awesome about it? What, what is the, the thing that attracts you? Well, so, um, so the, the reason I asked that is because I think a lot of people that live here, we've, we've, we believe the own, our own dirty press about it. You know, we believe, we look at the crime stats and that's all we can see. And, and we look at the smog and the pollution and, you know, like often we get things. And I know, I personally know there's a lot of beauty in Joburg. Yeah. I've lived here my whole life, so I've seen it. But I want to know as like an outsider coming in, what, what was it that like attracted so, you? So, so, so maybe, 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 maybe it's, 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 uh, so, so everybody thinks, uh, and, and maybe just keeping with the comparison with Brazil, you know, everybody thinks Brazil is the best country in the world and especially South Africans think uh, South Africa is the worst country in the world. But as you say, it's also, I think Brazilians are just better at marketing. Right. They, a, a Brazilian will never, ever, ever, ever say anything negative about uh, Brazil, especially to people who are not from Brazil. Do they really have like beautiful women all, are all over the place? Really? Yeah. So it's yeah. not like yeah. these little pygmies that come from the jungle. No, they, they are all over the place. So it's not well. just the algorithm. Yeah, it's not like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not all isolated yeah. to one little pocket. They're, they're not isolated to one little pocket. And, and Brazil does have the most beautiful women in the world. Mm. They, yeah, can't, can't deny that. Well, then I'm packing that. my luggage then. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go for it. Go yeah. for it. And, <laughs> uh, and enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 but, but yeah, so, 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 um, um, I think, I think, um, uh, South, South Africa has, has um, so, so when people say, for example, we have the bureaucracy here, but maybe by having been immersed in, 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 in another country, the, the bureaucracy here for me is like so extremely light compared to, to what I'm used to, uh, in Brazil. Uh, the, oh. the, 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 uh, home affairs was, was a holiday. Uh, uh, the, 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 or for example, everybody says, yeah, traffic here is so terrible. Mm. And I've, 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 I've lived in many cities. I don't know any city where you can, like, you have only like one hour of traffic jam a day, like in, in, in peak hour. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I remember LA it was just a disaster. I mean, that was just awful. Yeah. It was like being in Satan's colon. In Tokyo, they sometimes spend the night on the highway. In Nigeria? In, what about Nigeria? Uh, There's like 24 hour a day traffic jams. In, when you I was in Nigeria, there. they've got two lanes, but six cars abreast of each other, all going different directions. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how this is a system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, ex- exactly. And I'm, I'm glad you guys now, now, now take up the cue, you know, mm. because now suddenly you're all, uh, yeah. uh, uh telling uh, me how terrible other countries are. Yeah. That's yeah. what we specialize in is we yeah. find the negative in everything. We're, yeah. we're kind of from, from British descent, I think. And yes, yeah. that comes from just being unhappy with yeah. absolutely yeah. everything. This place is not fancy. Yes. It's not fancy. Yeah. Yeah, but also, you know, coming, coming from, from, from another province, um, and then moving to Johannesburg, I mean, just the size of it also was something that was a little bit daunting mm. for me in the beginning. But one thing I realized over and above everything else, there, it's kind of a stereotype, but it's true. Joburg people are some of the friendliest I've ever met, you know, and they really are warm and welcoming and they almost, um, it almost happens too quickly. It's like, Hi, how are you? Yeah, okay. And then you're at their place for a bri, and then all of a sudden your best mates and your kids are dating. So it's it's just a it's it's quite it's it's they're really fantastic people. Two, two and four year old. 
Yeah, I know. No, well, no, not that. There's, yeah, those are the kids I know about. Sorry. <laughs> no, just joking. So, 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 yeah, and 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 I think I think that's exactly what I like about about Johannesburg. That it's 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 a city that's that's focused on work on on on, on production. So so it's very to the point uh, and very open. Johannesburg people are very open. You can mm. very quickly get to 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 a conversation, to a meaningful conversation. Yeah, absolutely. If you have something that you w- want to achieve and, and you want to propose it, uh, then 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 you're very welcome to. And mm. and um, but understand same time uh it, it it does have that 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 may be um uh british uh um uh, w- way of, of also being honest you know mm. so because in 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 latin america where i'm from uh you're absolutely welcome to propose a, a fantastic business deal and i will say yes and uh, i will say yes for three years in a row and i will never say no but it's never yeah. going to happen and, right. and, and and here you, you you can easily get to a point where somebody uh says um uh, oh yeah that's interesting uh l- l- let's do it mm. and or they will say no sorry it's not for me Mm. And 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 so 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 I, I I like that pace of of, of specifically Joburg then right yeah so, it is it is very much where where the money is and where where the business ideas come from I think yeah. and I think that has a lot to do with kind of the education systems and and things around there so speaking of work you've done some interesting things and I know you've actually spoken on Cliff Central before about it um, the work you've done with Gems yeah yeah so, thanks so so Gems is basically an an app. That um, you and your partner, I think, put together here. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Cool. Yeah. So um, I, um, I I I I I used to work at at um, at the project uh, at, at the company that developed um, uh, payment software, mobile payment software. So I had that 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 license uh, with me when I came, and together with David Shields, my my my, my business partner, um, who now moved to Cape Town, by the way, and he's already is he bored. He, he's already speaking slower. Okay. Yeah. He, right. he sends me these voice notes and they're just slower now. It's the yeah. cappuccinos. <laughs> and you know when your I'm phone gets full, it limits your voice notes to nine seconds. So yeah. you probably get like ten of them in a row if his phone's full. Mm. And because you know you can't get full sentences out. F- full of selfies. Yeah. 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 No, but so so yeah. So so we set up this this uh, system called Gem, uh, going the extra mile. G E M. Uh, I pronounce it wrong because uh, people say I pronounce it like jam, the stuff that you like put on your put bread. On bread yeah. yeah, but it's it's gym, but not gem. not where you work out, but it's where in the middle. Uh, <laughs> Don't the, worry, I would have called it gem. So gem, okay. thanks. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the the little diamond, uh, <laughs> and it's that stands for going the extra mile, and it's actually a a a, a loyalty scheme like your e bucks or your. Or your or, or or your vitality scheme, but it's a loyalty scheme for good deeds. So people do good deeds and then they earn gems. And the gems, uh, it's all on your mobile phone. It's an app you can download. The app. So like community work, basically. Yeah, community work. Okay. So, so, so if I go and paint an orphanage. Exactly. That's okay. that's it. You you paint an orphanage, but you don't just go anywhere paint any orphanage, uh, but you paint one of the orphanages that are on our network. Uh, they, so we've got, uh, 40 grassroots NGOs in Johannesburg, Cape Town, and we're launching Durban this Mandela month. Awesome. Um, and, and Pretoria. And, um, so the, with the, the, those NGOs, they organize community engagement days, and you can go there, uh, do something meaningful, okay. and then you earn gems. And one gem is worth one rand, uh, thanks to a partnership, uh, which we have with uh, Brand South Africa with the Play Your Part. Campaign, uh, you can spend those gems on airtime, uh, grocery vouchers, uh, uh, coffee, wow. movie tickets, data bundles, and prepaid electricity. Wow, that is wow. amazing. So, if you didn't, if you can't understand his thick Uruguayan accent, basically, get on this app, Gems, and earn gems by doing good deeds. Basically, you can be your own low-level superhero. Yeah, man. Actually, high level superhero. High level superhero. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, super level superhero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I really love that idea. So you do good deeds and you get rewarded for it. And how I many? Think that's a great incentive. How many yeah. people do you have using the app at the moment? So we've got eight thousand people uh, using using the system. Yeah, uh, it's uh, on the App Store. It's a Gem Project, uh, which you have to uh, look for. Um, yeah, eight thousand people using the system. We've got. Uh, we've already done more than five hundred community events, or closer to six hundred now. Uh, we're almost doing fifty uh, such events every month so you guys you guys have to um so you have to go to an event that you guys have pre-planned you can't just click and go i'm going to go there on tuesday and paint yeah yeah, yeah you could so so that's exactly what you do you you, okay. you click or, or or you just rock up there without clicking anything um and um so the the point is that um we, we they, the, those ngos they, they 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 organize what needs to be done 
because uh, we we are not we, we don't have a relation with uh, a specific community, uh, but those NGOs have. That's exactly their their, their added value, their their, their their value proposition that they are in those communities or 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 or, or, or uh, um, attending that specific uh, target group. Mm. So they organize those events. So we've got children's homes, we've got community gardens, we've got uh, youth centers, we've got. Uh, in, in Cape Town, there's a pro- program called Surf Outreach, where uh, the you kids from, from the, yeah, oh, cool man, yeah, in Hout Bay. And how so, many, how many, how many? Just a quick question, sorry. How many, how many gems do you earn per activity? Or is it does it is it like a sliding scale? Yeah. If I paint, a, if I paint a whole building, I get X amount. Mm. If I, yeah. So we try not to make it look like a salary. So yeah. so there's not a thing like gems per hour. Mm. Um, so what we do is. Uh, any event that you go to, you're gonna earn 30 gems, which oh, is cool. worth 30 rand, 30 yeah, bucks a cappuccino, time. Man. Yeah, thir- yeah, exactly at uh, Vida e Cafe. I'll take it. Or, uh, or, or KFC, or, 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 or uh, Checker ShopRite, uh, or of course your, your 30 rand airtime. I'd actually love to chat to the guys from Vida E because I know they do a lot of good things. Like we spoke to the guy who did Cards for Humanity or Game for Humanity, mm. which is cards. That you take a card every day and it gives you something to do, like buy a stranger a cup of coffee, you know, um, help someone with a task. You know, it, it basically gives you ideas. And I think these things are so important because often the biggest problem with people getting involved is they don't know how to start. They don't know how to find yeah, a, exactly. a, 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 a something that, that resonates with them. And I was actually having an interesting chat with Graham this morning about addiction, um, like drug addiction. And we was, and you know, the, the video we were kind of watching was, was saying that the, the opposite of addiction is connection. And we're living in a society that is, you know, social media everywhere, but there's no, no real connection. We're run by algorithms and we are actually getting further and further away from each other. Mm. And this kind of thing, gems, cards, uh, game for humanity, these are the kinds of things that connect us again, I think. And yeah. I mean, that's why we often sit in our, our towers and like, oh, you know, this is so horrible. The crime's terrible down mm. there, you know, and, and Give if you actually cake. get involved, I think you get exposed to it. You become aware. You shine your awareness light on it, and no, completely comes a part of you. you know? I think it's an amazing initiative. I Thanks, think it's man. so cool. Thanks. You Thanks know, so I think much. I think I think everyone should go and download it. So I just can't think of a better way to to improve your community around you, yeah. and then get a little sort of like nice benefit out of it. You know, and yeah, if you want, you can donate your gems to someone who needs it as well. Why don't you take your gems, go and buy groceries for a family that doesn't have any for the month, and why not just be a complete good Samaritan? Exactly, and 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 it's funny that you say that because on the app there's an option to donate your gems back, and you see a lot of people do that because I think we've got and 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 we're researching a little bit. We, we've, I think we've got two audiences. So we've got one audience is like your 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 suburban middle class. Uh, audience that uh, doesn't really know you, you can't just walk into a township and say hey guys is there a school that I can paint here yeah well you can but it's a little bit more daunting mm. yeah. so 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 you 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 so so now you have a, a, an app where you can see vetted uh, programs where, where where you know that the, 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 they'll need you and they'll receive you and you see there's an event going on and and it's also uh, in and out you know you don't need to have establish a relation you can just go there do your thing mm. so and and that audience is 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 like half of our audience and then the the other half of our audience is people from the surrounding community so around that school or around that youth center that uh figure out hey saturday i can earn uh, 30 bucks of airtime or 30 bucks of mm. electricity mm. and and so some people are more motivated by as you say jonathan the the opportunity to get to to to, to connect and, and and other people are more motivated by the rewards and that's exactly the, the but the i think way. either way the benefits are still there you know Completely. Like exactly whatever, whatever your motivation i've often said you know you know someone will convert to a religion and i always say like, and then people say oh you know but they're not really that involved you know but but you know the, the good rubs off you know yeah. uh, there's definitely going to be a benefit from whatever they're exactly. they're faking if you fake being a good person what what is the downside to yeah. that, you know? <laughs> yeah. so. uh, no exactly and 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 on the other hand we know we we we, we um we, 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 we incentivize so many things, you know, we incentivize flying with a certain airline or, or filling up with a set, certain petrol stations. So why not incentivize good deeds? And, 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 and also on, just on that, I mean, you mentioned how daunting it is going into a township. I mean, I've done quite a bit of work in, in townships and you actually realize how welcoming those people are. Mm. And once you're in there, you're like, Oh my gosh, this is actually not as bad as I imagined. It's not Mordor, you know, the orcs aren't coming to, to, to hack you to pieces, they're actually worth, fantastic. Yeah, 
Johannesburg is worse. Oh yeah, right? Ma- yeah. No, Market no. Street on a Sunday yeah. is so scary just to drive. No, but I mean, no, I, 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 obviously, I'm, I'm, exa- I'm no, but you're absolutely right. And 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 there's there's a strong sense of community in townships. Yeah. Uh, and 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 um, I, I I definitely think that uh, uh, townships is, is definitely not uh, the most dangerous place uh, no. necessarily. And, and, and also, and actually, you know, that sense of community would, if you go and experience it, you start having it um, rub off on you, and you try and build your own suburban community. You know, I mean, yeah. it's nice oh, to that, know your I, neighbor. Yeah, no, and I'm think I'm glad you say that because uh, community community engagement is not about poor people. So we've done a lot of community engagement uh, activities in 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 in, in with this, for example, community cleanup uh, in Lone Hill. Uh, we've done uh, a community cleanup in uh, in Greenside in Melville. So uh, it, 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 it's not necessary. Uh, sub- suburbs also need community. Uh, uh, we're all community. So so I'm, gl- I'm, gl- I'm glad you point that out yeah, because because otherwise we think oh yeah community community things yeah that's for the poor people. Yeah. Uh, no, uh-huh. I mean you know what's raking. Going in on a, on a Saturday morning and raking an old lady's garden for her exactly um, is is as rewarding as mm. as painting an orphanage. I I always used to say to people if I ever because people used to come up to me and say you know you should have your own church and I'd be like wow that's quite a that's quite a, a statement a statement yeah. and, I, and I I did think about it and I was like wow what I'd actually do is actually get people together on like a Saturday or, or on a Saturday I'd go around the community and knock on doors and be like hey is there anything you need done like does your computer need to be fixed? Does your wall need to be painted? Whatever. And then on Sunday morning, you get your congregation together in like a parking lot somewhere. You don't even need a building. And then you just you go to people's houses and help them and do whatever you want. And you don't need to preach to them exactly, even. It's yeah. just, just, just bettering the world. You know? But you can't spray doom in their eyes. Yes. I think that's the, <laughs> that is the that best is the, part about that's religion. That's the best way yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah uh, Graham actually told me a story about a, a pastor in Brazil, I think it was, yeah. or Argentina. One of those. Somewhere in South America. You, you'd probably know better, yeah. Camila. But uh, they, the pastor convinced people that his semen was blessed by God, and he would make women perform blood, acts of kindness. Acts of kindness. In, in front in, of the congregation. In church, yeah. in front of the congregation. I'm just like, wow, how, how are people this easily misled? <laughs> I'm not sure I even want to, want to think about that. No, I'm sure I actually don't. prefer your idea of painting. I'd rather yeah. go and paint something yeah. than have then you. Have someone paint on you. Yes. Yeah. Right. So let's uh, move on. It's almost tea time. Uh, and I wanted to, be before tea time at, at quarter two, um, I wanted to ask you about another thing that you're involved in. Oh, boy. oh yes. boy. What have I done? Waffles. <laughs> now, yeah. you you're a you're a gourmet waffle designer, mm. Jono. You what? Got, yeah, Jono Graham. You guys, you need to eat more waffles. Yes, waffles I agree. You, yeah. Doctors say doctors actually say you should have eight waffles every single every day. Single every day. single day. Yeah. Yeah. Twice on Saturdays. Yeah, and and, and waffles make you happy. Yes. That's one thing, you know. And and uh, I and, need and, happiness. Yeah, and and waffles only have the good carbs. You know, so so it's so good carbs. yeah, it's only good carbs. So so no, building on that, uh, we 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 uh, my my funny enough, my, my same business partner, uh, David Shields, he was uh, backpacking in uh, in in Latin America, um, and he ran into a little place uh, called Buffalo Waffles, uh, where was uh, where there was always a big line, uh, and what these guys did, they make your uh, your American waffle, not your Belgian waffle. Your Belgian waffle is that thick square yes, waffle. Yeah. Your American waffle is like is round like a pancake and and just a little bit thicker than a pancake. It's like okay. a pancake with the uh, abs, and um, <laughs> and and then and then they, they used to fill it up with all kinds of delicious uh, Chilean uh, savory fillings. Wow! And he asked them, guys, how did you guys come up with that? And they say, no, we didn't come up with it. We were backpacking in Argentina and there were some guys doing it. So then he thought, okay, well, if you guys can do that, I can do that. So um, yeah, we 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 set up uh, Woodstock waffles. Uh, Woodstock, not like in Cape Town. Yes. Don't start getting happy. It's Woodstock no. like the rock event in, yes, uh, yes. in 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 New York both, State. Both make me happy. Good, good, yes. good, good. So so yeah, we've got uh, Woodstock waffles. It's uh, love yourself. Uh, it's about uh, happiness. Yeah. Uh, and making people happy uh, by uh, making the most delicious waffles in uh, Johannesburg and now Cape Town. Um, so um, it's like a, a waffle wrap. It's a wrap. But it's a waffle And it's savory it's a wrap We've got savory and sweet Oh wow okay And so uh, we've got the, the, For example the, Your, your Hendrix uh, With the creamy garlic mayo Pepper mm-hmm. pepper juice mix Rocket uh, Portuguese uh, chicken prego fillet Oh wow uh, gra- I want one gra- right now Yeah, And I have a, a grated cheddar 
Sriracha sauce. Did you bring any in your backpack? Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've, I've got, I've got three uh, f- for you. Fantastic. When, when you said, when you said David Shields got the idea from backpacking in in Latin America, I just picture uh, for some reason I know stereotypes. I'm picturing him in like Peru, like on top of the mountain at like ten thousand feet Next above to sea level, and he bumps into like. Buffalo waffles <laughs> And there's a long line mm. It's like wow These people climbed A really high mountain To get this waffle Exactly And it, so. and it was like One of these Inca dudes You know Yes, yes. yeah, with, with, the ser- with the serious face You know And, and a crystal and, skull Yeah <laughs> Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah No that's exactly How it was and, yeah. uh, that's, that's, You probably saw the pictures And, yes, and, and, and I guess Those guys it. When they were Backpacking in Argentina You know What they saw I mean, I don't even know. I've never been to Argentina. So there you go, guys. Waffle shrouded in mysticism. Go and try that. That's exactly it. And if you're ever at the Four Ways Farmers Market or at Market on Main, uh, or uh, happen to uh, stumble around the Cape Town and run into our little food truck, I will then, see you uh, on Sunday. Then, then definitely at the market. Definitely, definitely. You got you got to come. You got to come for breakfast, and then mm-hmm. after that you come for lunch, and then you come for a dessert. Deal. And and we also do midnight snacks. Ooh, I have wow. a big family. Good, yeah. good, good. Two, two growing boys. Yeah, need, yeah, yeah. Need the good carbs. They need the good carbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, we were supposed to chat to, um, a lady by the name of Swati Martin right now. You, you know, you were talking about Joburg and, and these gems in Joburg. Um, like these little places that you find and like, you know, Mabonengs become mm. like hipsterville. It's like so fancy. So fantastic. All these great little places. There's a little place called Pata Pata where I had lunch yesterday, but I also dropped by a little place called the Yaswara Tea Room. Now, uh, this lady we'll speak to, we're going to speak to, Swati Martin. We can't get hold of her. She's in France. Um, oh, and that's, that, that's really chic. Yeah. So you can really see how fancy this place she's, is. Yeah. She's, she's in France. Um, she's she, actually She's Ivorian. fancier than Graham and me together, I think. Yeah. No, def- oh, no. She guys, she'd put you guys to shame. She's beautiful as well. She's stunning. She's Ivorian mm. from Côte d'Avoie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so she started this. She used to be the, the, she was the acting CEO, I know, at one stage for GE Technologies. And um, she she basically left the corporate world and went into empowering um, African tradesmen and artisans. So she started with um, tea and home appliances and stuff. So she's opened this tea room in Maboneng. It is the most beautiful, beautiful spot you will ever sit in. It's this Moroccan kind of vibe. Everything's gold and or rose gold, and oh, it's just so beautiful. They've got all these teas. I had a tea called Makida of Sheba, which is like a rooibos, raspberry, and champagne. Oh my goodness! Flavored oh tea. Yeah, it's, oh it's, man. And, and what, what I really wanted to actually just chat to her this morning about was what she's doing for the actuaring African luxury brands, because so to, to go into the luxury brands in South in South Africa or Africa, she's got places in. Um, Cote d'Ivoire, Nigeria, and uh, South Africa. And to go, to go into luxuries is such an interesting thing for me because I don't think a lot of Africans go into that because they, they don't know that there's actually the market for it. Mm. And, uh, and she's, which I, I find quite hopeful in a way, you know, she's, she's going into Africa to target the luxury but, market but because I, I think, tourism. I think, I think that's such, <clears throat> such a fantastic point because Africa is always, Identified with poverty, yes. right? And, yeah, and Africa is such a such a prosperous and 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 and, and fertile uh, land, you know. Yeah. And, and I, I think um, and 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 Africa has a, a history of, of of prosperity and of luxury. Yeah. Uh, and and I think I think that, that that is so much more empowering than 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 that uh, poverty uh, focus. Yeah, we've really like we started believing the algorithm or the exactly. the, the, the press of America. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, you think Africa and you think of a starving child with flies around their mouth, you know, kind of thing. And that's really not what it is at all. And and what the one thing Swati's doing that's amazing is it's actually also um, increasing a lot of Asian tourism to Africa based on the fact that there's luxury brands here now. And um yeah. I mean, because that's what they're interested in. I mean, you, you think of Asia, and obviously they've got a lot of wealth there, but um, the luxury brands are all kind of made in Europe and the States, and that's why they travel there so much to get these luxury yeah. items. And now that now that she's doing luxury um, stuff in Africa... And it's all made here. All, all made here, all made by um, African, African farmers, grow the tea, African artisans... Um, Make the jewelry and the clothes oh, and stuff wow. that she sells, and it's beautiful. I, I really encourage anyone to just pop in at the Iswara Tea Room, have a have a pot of tea, and you'll feel so fancy. 
It's really, really luxurious. Cool. Wow. So anyway, if in case I'm you haven't bit, heard I'm about that, I'm a bit upset right? now because Graham is not going to grab no, a tea no, what, and not a waffle. No, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go across, grab a tea, get a waffle, and have the two together. In Shush. fact, why don't you guys cross pollinate your brands? We should. And then I'll be happier. The world will be happier. Yes. Everybody yeah. will be happier. Fancy th- tea and waffles. I think uh, fancy waffles are... Like luxury, luxury African waffles, African luxury waffles. You, you got to drop the hipster words like artisanal, yeah. gourmet, bes- bespoke, bespoke. Waffles. Oh, bespoke, bespoke waffles. waffles. Yeah, yeah. With little legs. Do you know what a bespoke waffle is? Uh, I, 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 I hope so, but I'm not sure. Well, bespoke is the way means, you look at me. Means you know, custom made. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That means you could just. Basically say, yes, would you like a bespoke waffle? What would you like on it? Exactly. Essentially. And so that waffle is only the, the once off, only for you. Yes, yes. yeah. And that's, that's actually what – I actually learned this a while back. I did an opening for a luxury brand in, in Sanson City a while back, and I, and I almost vomited um, a blood – when I saw the price of mm. a handbag mm. they were selling, I think it was 200,000 Rand for a handbag. And I said to the lady, I was like, I'm sorry, but like, even if this was made out of solid gold, which it isn't, I can see it's made out of black leather and mm. it has sequins on it, which I know are not expensive. Mm. Um, like, why is that so expensive? And she said, well, it's made by the designer himself, first of all. So that ups the price. Mm. And also there's only one made mm. so i'm like so just because there's one some lady is like yes i think i i should uh, take that bond out and buy that handbag do you know how embarrassing it is to walk into a reception and somebody else has the same handbag as you i don't actually well, have you ever gone glad. to a, have you ever yeah, have you ever gone to a party and someone's wearing the exact same t-shirts and maybe similar jeans See, but I see that all as the a time. Po- I see that as a point of connection. <laughs> I'm like, hey, brother, we're dressed the same. Yeah, I feel yeah. connected to you. We should do a James project together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't see yeah. the downside. Yeah, but maybe it's more in the handbag uh, yeah. department. Right? See, I think with right. girls, it's like, more. oh my gosh, where'd you get that handbag? It's only one of a kind. <gasps> I hate you, but I love you. I want to be you, but I also want to murder you. Yeah. That's the kind of thing they're like. Right. Okay. I might have just generalized a little. Maybe I think Maybe. we've just we've we've just elevated luxury brands and then brought them right back down to yeah. to earth, which is great, guys. We are, we have eight minutes left. I'd really like to talk to you guys about just ideas. I like ideas. I, I was going through my YouTube uh, subscriptions the other day. I was telling Graham, and I I look at all the things I watch, and I'm looking at science and religion and ideas, and then I accidentally clicked on trending, and it was a video about Zordwas. But at the Durban July And I I didn't actually care And I, I just think like I want to talk about ideas with you guys You guys are both ideas man mm. What's going on in your brains? Tell me Um Sure Nothing Still too early? Yeah Blank Yeah Yeah I, I, I think that uh, people should be more open to um, <coughs> to, to things that Seem completely impossible And Aren't very believable For example like I stumbled across the flat earth theory the other day. That's a huge thing that we should unpack. We actually have to have a whole show for that. But I just urge everyone to go and watch a video on that. It's really interesting stuff. The flat earth. It is interesting. Guys, I'm just sorry. We actually got Swati on the line. So oh, do, do we? you guys want to hear this yes, luxurious yeah. brand lady that, that I've been talking about? Swati, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? How is the weather in France? It's beautiful and very hot. <laughs> Fantastic. Ours is exactly the same. It's beautiful but very cold. <laughs> Swati, thank you so much for talking to me. Um, I was just bragging to the guys um, on the radio show about the Yaswara Tea Room in Maboneng. I went there yesterday and I had your... Uh, Makita of Sheba tea and it was just absolutely fantastic. I'm so blown away by the, the decor in that place. How did you, did you, were you, did you have a hand in the decor? Yeah, I mean, um, I collaborated with uh, Mia with Lake of Studio 19 um, to create the uh, the universe of Iswara. But obviously, we have a strong uh, brand identity and universe. So, um, and um, I guess also as I created Iswara and the products, I also envisioned the environment in which um, this product and the brand uh, would live. And so we, we basically just worked together. I sourced products from her uh, brand, uh, some products I sourced uh, in Morocco. So I guess you sat in the Moroccan-inspired lounge, and the idea is really to create that sense of 
community and communion, but also uh, being in Mabonang is, um, although we are an, I would say an upscale brand, it is very f- important for us to be inclusive and be in that environment where everyone is, is welcome because tea is really that welcoming drink. That is true. So, uh, that was really, that was really, I would say, the, uh, the, the thinking, uh, around, uh, the decor and the universe. It really was born from the brand itself, uh, but also really adding that element of inclusiveness, community, uh, soulfulness, but also that little oasis in the middle of a very vibrant, uh, Mabunang. Brilliant. I, w- I was also talking to my, my guests in studio here about the fact that you've decided to go with a luxury brand from Africa. And um, your your business, I don't know, how, how old is um, Iswara now? So we're in our fifth year. So it's, we're four and a half years old. Okay. And so and, and when you started this um, this company, why did you decide to go with luxury? I mean, we were, we were just talking about how inspiring it is that there's an African luxury brand that's, that's just breaking borders all over the world and exporting and, and getting tourism into Africa because of it. What made you decide to go with luxury brands? Well, I think it's uh, it's very much, uh, I would say, what I call the, the Robin Hood uh, model in the sense that uh, if you look at Africa today and quite frankly, the rest of the world, the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. And um, in a way, um, if you're uh, catering to the higher echelon of society, so let's say the upper middle class, high net worth individuals and ultra high net worth individuals uh, providing uh, high quality products to um, that group, you're actually able then to trickle down the revenues from uh, whatever you've sold to them into um, the lower echelon of the society, which is really, I would say, the majority of, of Africa, uh, where you are able to pay better wages to people, uh, buy better products from farmers, uh, give them also uh, buy their products at a better price, uh, source products that are of much value to them, etc. So it's really that I, I think that's what's also quite transformative. Uh, people a lot of times see luxury as, oh, Africa is so poor. Why would you create a luxury brand in Africa? But uh, I, I firmly believe that you, you do need also these higher quality products because these are the ones that are ultimately uh, going to assist in transforming and redistributing the wealth as well into all of the, I would say, production um, uh, chain because um, people who are making those in our case the free products are the small um, the small enterprises the small packager the uh, all all kind of SMEs and and uh, even smaller artisans and farmers so you're actually able not to uh, source products from them and pay them at a better price brilliant. as well brilliant so that's that's really that was really the idea but also I would say uh, economic redistribution. Well, brilliant. Thank you so much, Swati, and thank you for being on the show. Sorry, we're running out of time, um, so I, as I have to cut it a bit short, but thank you so much for um, chatting to us, and, and, and good luck to you uh, in the future with uh, with that. And I really love that you're doing an African company run in an African way, and um, you're just doing so, so well. So we're very, very proud of you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Have all a great day. Bye. All right, so that's tea, guys. And with that, here's a little closing um, advert for tea in general. And uh, maybe you can apply this to waffles as well. So many different uses and remedies from so many different teas. Antioxidants! Chamomile! Relaxing! Hibiscus! It's kind of sweet! Darjeeling! A taste of Asia! Tension tamer! Oh, damn! Slow push into the team. Yeah! It's in my veins! Explosion! Blow on it. Talk. Don't slurp. It's rude. Enjoy the flavor. I like to smell it first. Ah! Empires will fall, but steam will rise. Dip it. Dip it. Sip it. The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.